I've been thinking about Luke 24. And I've been thinking about the road that led to a place called Emmaus. And how there were two men, disciples of Christ. This is after the resurrection. We're three days outside. Jesus has died. He's been resurrected. The women said they saw him. Every place is astir. The the city is all on lockdown because they're scared that someone's going to take Jesus' body. But guess what? He already got out of the grave. He already came out. And so you have these two, two men, they're walking, two, two Christians walking down the street on the road to Emmaus. It's like seven miles outside of Jerusalem. They're on their way to Emmaus, and suddenly a third person begins to walk with them. They've never seen this man, so they see, they don't, it's Jesus. It says their eyes were restrained, so they could not figure out who he was. Either he came in another form or they couldn't understand his form. And they begin to walk, and they're sad. And Jesus says, what are you so sad about? And they said, are you a foreigner to this area that you don't know what happened, how they crucified Jesus of Nazareth? And we thought he was the Messiah, and that he'd restore Israel. And Jesus says, don't you know the scriptures? And he says, don't, don't, you, don't the scriptures say that the Christ would have to suffer at the hands of sinful men, and he would have to be crucified? I mean, don't you know the scriptures? And it says, from that point, he went through all the prophets, and the law, and he told the story of what happened to himself. And as they're walking, they get to the road that has a fork in it, and Emmaus is this way, and Jesus starts to go past them as they start to turn to Emmaus. But something inside of them said, we can't let this man go. He's been preaching the word to us. We can't let him go. They said, they constrained him. They said, come with us. Don't go without him. They pulled him with them. So they went into Emmaus, these two men, and a man, they don't, know, they don't realize it's Christ himself, the resurrected Jesus. They don't recognize him. They go and they sit at a table. They pull out bread, and Jesus takes the bread, and he breaks the bread, and he blesses it. And when they realize, that, when they see him, they say, it's the Christ, it's Jesus. And it says, and then he vanished from their sight. They sat back, and I mean, they're just undone. And they say to each other, did not our hearts burn as we walked along the way as he opened the scriptures to us. Let me tell you, do you know why they stopped him and said, don't, don't go, don't go? Because he had been giving them the word. They didn't know who it was. They just knew the word was coming out of this man and going straight, penetrating their heart. And they said, our hearts were burning within us as we walked along, as he opened the scriptures to us. Did not our hearts they had such a sensitivity they were so distraught about what had happened to Jesus three days prior but something in them was so sensitive so open so hungry to the word of God that they were on fire on the insides like Jeremiah the word of God was like a fire within me I tried to hold it back I could not hold it back there was something burnt as he spoke and you know I've just been thinking about all week I mean I've been thinking about this this story since probably last Sunday night and I just started thinking about how all over all over the United States all over the United States, every Sunday, starting about 8 a.m., going all the way till about, about 10 o'clock at night, all, all 50 states, every city, we have hundreds of men of God that get behind a pulpit and they speak the word of God. They spend their whole week on their face, crying out to God, asking him to lead them so he, they can lead the people. They're going before God, God, what do I say to them? And they put on this earthly form And people sit before them every week. And their hearts are so passive because all they can see is the man in front of them. And they forget that, I'm telling you, every Sunday in America, hundreds of men are the covering for Christ Jesus in pulpits across this nation. 
you know what I thought? I've, it's almost 13 years. Almost 13 years I, I've been preaching at least twice a week. Here's what I realized after 13 years. I'm still preaching out of the same book. I'm still preaching the same Jesus. I'm still preaching the same 66 books, but guess what's changed? Your heart doesn't burn anymore. If I were walking along with you giving the scriptures, I said I had to go that way, you guys would say, see you later. It was nice talking to you. You've gotten so used to it. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown, with his own people, and his own family. I Meaning everywhere else he goes, he's honored because he carries the word of God. And people, you know, in the first Samuel chapter 3, in those days, the word of God was rare. Meaning that when they found a man of God that had a word, they would stop everything. Why, why did the widow, I mean, think about it. Why did she give the prophet her last meal first? Why would she say, you know, we're about to die. Me and my, me and my son, we got, we got enough for one little pancake. And after we eat this pancake, we're going to die. And she looks over Elijah and she says, he says, give, it, give me one first. Why did she do it? Because she said, a man of God came to town and he, he has something more valuable than my last meal. Her heart was still sensitive to truth. Think about this. If Jesus can be rejected in his own hometown, when he didn't do anything different on that Saturday afternoon, he didn't do one thing different. He did what he always did. And he said, in that place, there was such a lack of faith that he could only lay his hands on just a few people and see a few people healed. God tells Peter something so important. He sends Peter to the Gentiles. Peter's like, I don't want to go to the stinking Gentiles. God gives him a vision three times, telling him, go to the Gentiles. And he says this at the end of it. He says, Peter, don't call common what I've called clean. What he was saying was, don't call somebody dirty when I say they're usable. But in the King James, he says that, don't call them common. Don't look at them and say, well, I know who they are. Jesus comes to his own hometown, preaches the same message he preached every week, and the people that should have received him the most received him the least. 